welcome to another episode of Cisco Champion Radio. I am your moderator, Lauren Friedman Albert, also known on the Twitters as Lauren. Uh, today we have a really awesome topic. Uh, we've got Jeff, David, and Hitesh. Hitesh, why don't you kick us off? Who are you and what do you do? Yeah, I asked that question to myself quite a bit. <laughs> Less hey. existential, more, yeah. Fair enough, I'll bring it back. Uh, first of all, thank you for the opportunity to be a part of this podcast. Um, my role at Cisco is to differentiate Cisco as an investor against all the other corporate venture capitalists in the market. We do that by identifying awesome companies to invest in. So the portfolio of investments stands out compared to the other portfolios that companies have built. And we connect that portfolio to our customers, partners, business units, business functions in a way that drives mutual value. Value for Cisco, value for the portfolio. In doing that, we come across as a supportive investor to those portfolio companies, and our business units, customers, and partners benefit from the innovation that uh, external uh, portfolio represents. So we call it portfolio development. Uh, the industry, VC industry, calls it value creation. And did you actually go over your, your title officially? Just so that people, oh, and if you're on the Twitter, can we internet stalk you? Of course, of course. Yes. That's the best you part. certainly can. You certainly can. So if you're looking to stalk me, it's at, at Hitesh Saichpal. I lead the Cisco Investments platform, so I'm the head of portfolio development for Cisco Investments. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Jeff, who are you? What do you do? Yeah, I'm uh, an OG Cisco champion here Woo. from the, I guess, very first year. Six years ago? Yeah. I'm a DevNet creator and a senior collaboration engineer out of Los Angeles for Presidio Network Solutions. Twitter handle at Levensailor, and my blog is cdpneighbors.com. It's not up right now because I freaked out the other day. I had a big Amazon bill, and I just turned everything off, uh, but probably turn it back on. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. David, who are you? What do you do? Well, sometimes I have the same question. Yeah. <laughs> we all do, so, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I try to be David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I work as a senior lead, or senior or leader. It has, I don't know, any of those. Uh, consulting engineer for Verizon. I work with SD1 right now daily since some months ago, almost a year. Uh, I try to help the customers to just build solutions and, and try to develop and improve it and, and, and design it. All which is, which is related to SD1 right now. I'm trying to push a little bit more of API. So uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's David Samuel PS. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of spammer. So if you check anything on Cisco Live right now account, you will see some stuff going around. So you like offer us to give you your social security, our social security number, is that how you're a spammer? Well, I don't have a social security number because I don't live in US. No, 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 no you <laughs> offer us to give it. Anyways, I'm just making a dumb joke. Kadesh, what, yes. why don't you give us like a quick overview of like, what's, what is your day or week or, you know, a month like in your job? Fair enough. Uh, why don't I start by describing what Cisco Investments does to a little bit of an extent? Okay and then bring it back to what we do as a team. Fantastic. So Cisco, um, our listeners may or may not know, has been investing in external innovation through its venture capital arm called Cisco Investments for as long as we've been acquiring. So most people know Cisco as a prolific acquirer. That's the part of the business that gets the headlines. But we've been a very consistent and long-standing investor for just as long, so over 25 years. Um, depending on what list you look at, Cisco Investments is ranked somewhere in the top five or top 10 uh, globally. So what that means is, as an investor, we get access to amazing portfolio companies, amazing startups, innovative startups that we can invest in. And then what my team does, what my day, week, month looks like, is we take that portfolio, a highly differentiated portfolio, very innovative, and we connect it to different parts of the Cisco ecosystem in a manner that drives mutual benefit. 
So for the portfolio companies, the startups, it's an opportunity to leverage Cisco to get access to customers, partners, business units. For our internal innovation machine, the business units, the product teams, it's an opportunity to take the innovation they've built and make it bigger, better, faster, stronger. And the mutual benefit is our customers and partners get to solve problems in unique new ways that only Cisco can enable because uh, the portfolio we've built is highly differentiated. So my team enables the process of value creation. We call it portfolio development. Does that help? Yes. That helps a lot. Awesome, awesome. Still, I don't know what you do in your daily life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the professional life, I just tried to answer. Personal life. <laughs> okay, so we, we, we will have to start or kick it off with some questions like up to this point, I mean, they're saying you guys invest and in trying to generate value you know, through other uh, inno uh, true innovation with uh, startups that are just bringing new ideas and yes. trying, to, trying to make things different, right? Yes. So how do you guys decide actually how to, well, how to collaborate with these startups or not, right? Because I guess you get to a point where you sit in a round table and then like, well, I like this one and the, the other one, but how do you decide which cookie to take, right? Yeah, because yeah. for me, it would be hard to decide. Also. No, it's, a, it's an elaborate process. It's not... It's not without a lot of stringent due diligence. Uh, and the way it works is first, Cisco Investments is part of a five-pronged strategy that the company takes towards innovation. Mm -hmm. Build great products. Okay. DNA Center, ACI, Nexus 9000. We buy a lot of amazing companies, Duo being the, you know, one of the more recent ones. We partner with companies like Apple, AWS, Google to try and deliver solutions that we can only deliver by partnering. We invest mm -hmm. and then we co-develop. So investments has always been a key part of Cisco's innovation strategy, which includes both internal as well as external innovation. Once we've made that commitment to invest, there is a lot of processes involved in identifying an investment. So we're organized as a team by domains. Cisco does business in data center, which you're an expert in. Cisco does business in collaboration. Each of those domains is very unique. They're evolving in different ways. Mm -hmm. And Cisco's position in the market points to a certain set of products and offerings today, but to maintain that leadership position in two years, three years, seven years, what gaps do we need to address? Mm -hmm. So we start there. We work very closely with the BUs to identify those gaps. For the gaps that we want to try and fill, we start to scan the market for companies. We'll meet a hundred companies maybe in a year in a domain and invest in one or two. The way that process of investing works is we'll identify the five or 10 companies out of a hundred that we think are interesting that our BUs would benefit from, that our customers and partners would appreciate, and companies that put us in a position to be market leaders down the road. We do a lot of due diligence on those companies. We look at the financials, we talk to their customers, we try and you know, extrapolate their ability to be successful in three, five, seven years. And uh, we'll bring in what we call the investment review board. Three individuals, corp dev team, finance, and our chief strategy office to review a deal. You need two out of three votes for a deal to go through. So we build the theses working with the, the BU, we scan the market, we bring a handful of companies that we do a deep dive on in terms of financials and company profile, mm -hmm. and then we bring a few to what we call the Investment Review Board or IRB, and one or two get through. So the process of investing is pretty elaborate. Uh, it's really a process of elimination more than anything else. Yeah. And we've been doing it for over 25 years, so the portfolio right now is highly differentiated, like I said. Well, that makes sense. You wouldn't just put your money on everything. So I understand that you got to be picky with what are you, you know, what are you putting there or not. So right. that makes total sense. Oh, that's, this is great. This is really at the heart of what Cisco is, right? They are a technology leader. They, they find things to invest in. They don't really, 
uh, necessarily have a lot of Cisco born and bred solutions. Right. It's more of a uh, consulting advisory of what solutions should be existing and find those from a pool of people that could be innovative and agile and small. And, you know, you put those seeds where they should be. Uh, my question for you is sometimes you have multiple solutions to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, is that kind of like uh, you got two quarterbacks and you're going to let them compete for the, the starting job or? In some cases you have to. So fair question. Uh, one comment I'll make before I answer your direct question is, all the innovation that happens within the four walls of Cisco, right? And you guys know that Cisco spends about $6 billion on R&D. It puts us in the top technology companies on the planet in terms of dollars contributed. We still can't solve for all the problems. We still can't go tackle all the challenges our customers expect us to. And then if you look at what's happening outside, VCs just in 2018 spent $340 billion investing in startups, both in consumer and enterprise. And how $6 billion is competing with $340 billion in terms of the innovation landscape. And so we've always believed that innovation happens as a combination of what's on the inside and outside. Now, to answer your question about there might be a couple of competing products, I'll use a specific example, right? So about two years ago, uh, Cisco started out in the path, you'll appreciate this, David, of the SD-WAN bandwagon, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So big disruption, lots of VC dollars going into startups mm -hmm. that were disrupting the SD-WAN space. Cisco being a routing company obviously needs to have a very good position there, not just have a position, but lead the market. Yes. So we created an internal project called IWAN, right? You guys might be familiar with it. Yes. The team that led the IWAN project on the inside reached out to Cisco Investments and said, can you also keep a pulse on what's happening in the VC landscape? This is an important project for Cisco, and we'd like to make sure we get it right. So then the investments team reached out did the process that I just described, mm -hmm. identified a company called VeloCloud. We expected VeloCloud to be a market leader. We invested in them from that standpoint. As happens in the case of innovation, some companies execute well, others don't. Mm -hmm. And so over a period of time, a different company started to emerge as the market leader in SD-WAN, mm -hmm. a company called Viptela. Yeah. And to answer your question more directly, Jeff, when it came time to make a call on, hey, do we continue to move forward with an internal project or do we as a company decide to go outside, mm -hmm. uh, the collective team, the business units, the leadership team, the information that we had within Corp Dev arrived at Viptela as the best option. Our mandate from a Corp Dev standpoint is to put the best technology in the hands of our customers and partners. No, that's, that's great to have those processes and procedures down to create a culture within Cisco to kind of promote being transparent. Like no BU leader is going to say that their baby is ugly, but they know that Cisco has to be the leader. They have to, uh, maybe what they're working on isn't the best thing. And it's hard for somebody to say, this is not the best thing and reach out to you. So how do you, maybe that's not a question for you, but how does Cisco breed that culture of transparency? Yeah. So, you know, uh, I think Cisco is the beneficiary of having a, a structure of communication, partnership, and dialogue between the corporate development team that has a external view of the world and the BU leaders that build great products at Cisco who also have an external view but have a you know very strong internally focused effort. We've always partnered very closely. At Cisco it's never been one of those you know uh, people just throw stuff over the fence and say hey I, I'd like to go do this in the external market go make it happen. It's always been a partnership. Our teams have always been advisors to the business unit 
The business units have always leaned on, leaned on the corporate development side of the house to provide that outside-in perspective. And so we have an honest dialogue about the theses for data center, the theses for collaboration. What do we want to do over the next two, three, five years? Organically, grown insight, inorganically, through acquisitions. And uh, yeah, there are days when we do a good job of it. There are days when it doesn't always work out. But I think more often than not, Cisco takes a very collaborative approach and that puts us in a good position. Okay. Uh, I have something in mind, actually. I do believe it's, it's just convenient. So we make a differentiation between uh, what is uh, an investment and what is an acquisition? Sure. Because uh, you just mentioned that, you know, in the past, two years ago, you, you then acquired Biptela. But yeah. then my question is, like, how do you guys differentiate? How do you guys put a line, you know, in the middle between then an acquisition and investment? Sure. And sure. what exactly it's bringing any, uh, any kind of startup that you're investing on? What What is the benefit to Cisco without yeah. acquiring them? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, because yeah. if you acquire a company, okay, I understand it's totally yours and this cookie is mine. But how do I share the cookie with somebody else? And I try to make a better cookie with them, but still I'm not getting it. So Understood. What is the benefit of this without acquiring them? Because we know that you're helping them to grow and definitely they will grow. But then what is Cisco getting from this? Yes, yes. So um, an investment is a minority equity position in a company. So we might invest $2 million to be a minority equity investor. And as a result of that investment, get a board observer seat. And through those board conversations, start to track the company and its progress. An acquisition obviously is a much more deeper relationship you're all in right you might spend two billion dollars to buy the company and so mm -hmm. the the difference between the two is one you're making a purchase the other you're a minority investor right mm -hmm. now when we make investments we typically get a board observer seat and through those board conversations we learn a lot about how the market is evolving how that space is evolving we learn about other competition mm -hmm. in that space and that becomes a learning to the company that becomes a learning to the business unit so it informs our strategy the other benefit is Cisco brings a lot of these companies through portfolio development to our customers, mm -hmm. to our partners. Mm -hmm. And so if you're uh, you know, a utility in the West, okay. you're serving uh, you know, electricity as a service mm -hmm. to your consumers, you're managing high power transmission lines. Mm -hmm. These transmission lines are carrying high voltage. They can create scenarios where they spark forest fires. Mm -hmm. You have to track this massive operating landscape that these transmission lines run over on a proactive, ongoing basis. It's very hard. You need a lot of resources and sometimes companies are not able to scale to the ask. Mm -hmm. We have an investment in a company called Kespri. It's an aerial intelligence platform, a drone essentially. Ooh. Now. The drone company is able to allow this utility to monitor its transmission lines without requiring to make the investment that it would have to in resources, in people out in the field. But that's a huge value add yes. for the company that Cisco Investments is able to bring. In doing that, we differentiate Cisco as an innovative company. We solve a major problem for the customer. Mm -hmm. And uh, that gives us a better chance to build stronger relationships. Same goes for our partners as well, who are trying to get into new areas, right? Presidio, Verizon. Mm -hmm. And we allow our partners to get access to this portfolio to okay. build new practices. Okay, so so do you have any example of... Uh, not, uh, okay, just mentioned one, but do you have any other example of this innovation just help you to solve any problem with a customer? Another one, right? You just mentioned one, but sure. like adding another one on top. Like, 
in which way just collaborating with with these startups just help you to i don't know to unlock a massive business opportunity and suddenly it's like good so we get to eat the cookie all of us it's not only us yeah. right yeah. see uh, i'll use uh, cohesity as an example right so yeah. data center data storage company they are uh, in the business of protecting storing and uh, scaling secondary storage yes hyperscale company cloud based Cisco is a data center player, major player, right? With UCS, ACI, with uh, Hyperflex. We've got a primary play. We've got an infrastructure play. Partnered with Cohesity, we complete the stack. Primary storage through Hyperflex, secondary through Cohesity, and then, of course, our data center products. Secondary storage is a $60 billion market. Mm -hmm. So now when you partner with companies like Cohesity, you get access to that TAM. You start to expand the wallet share within data center in favor of Cisco. You start to track market opportunities that are broader than what we would be able to chase otherwise. And so in that sense, Kespri gives us access to relationships, mm -hmm. Cohesity gives us access to new TAM, mm -hmm. and uh, they're both coming from the Cisco investment side. Yeah, that's awesome. That's like building a, you know, like a Lego block. Like that's a right. A huge Lego block, and then just putting pieces together, and suddenly this one fits perfectly. Some kind of yeah, business-related Tetris. It's pretty cool. It's, it's not <laughs> always investing in products. Sometimes Cisco invests in standards. And they invest in open source, sometimes working with directly with competitors because, I mean, this is the analogy of you have a coffee shop right next to another coffee shop. Does that necessarily mean that that one's going to have less business? No, because that's going to drive business to one area. So what I'm getting at is uh, WebRTC, for an example. Back in the day, Cisco spent billions of dollars on WebRTC to have this this one, you know, that was just a buzzword. It was it was a. Uh, uh, an RFC that they were going after that's going to be this next thing that everything is going to build off of. So you'd have some companies investing in one standard and some in another, but overall you win if your standard wins because your engineers are trained up on that. I think the, the, the point you're trying to make, Jeff, which is a fair one, is you don't know where the next winner is going to come from. It could be internal, could be external. The reason we take a portfolio approach, and we, uh, our portfolio is about 120 companies now, David. Wow. And we've invested in a lot of different companies in each domain. There's a few companies in data center, collaboration, security, IoT, right? SaaS, cloud. Not all of them are going to be successful. And we're not trying to find companies and make every single one a big winner. It's an impossible task. But if you play in that ecosystem, then one out of 10, one out of five might turn into a massive winner. Mm -hmm. So you give yourself a higher chance of coming out the winner, whether it's in your analogy of, you know, protocols or in this real world analogy of, you know, trying to find the best technology to put in the hands of our customers and partners. It just gives us more options as a $50 billion vendor that customers expect it from. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, if you collaborate, with, I mean, if you have your own coffee shop and you collaborate with the other coffee shop in front of the street, the only thing you're going to just bring is just well, value to all the customers going to your coffee shop of the other coffee shop and all these analogies of coffee and cookie are getting a little bit <laughs> <laughs> but so, it's just to bring something to the customer it's lunchtime <laughs> it is it is honestly <laughs> i wanted to ask you a quick question since we're yes. at cisco live yes um can you tell us about you know we have like the the, the investment village yes. yeah yes what, what what's going on there tons so we brought uh, 16 portfolio companies to mm -hmm. cisco live 
And so if you haven't visited the village, please take the time to come meet mm -hmm. with these companies, their CEOs and executives that are providing demos, walking people through all and, the... And just to clarify that this podcast will not be live, is not live, it'll go, but... You know, at future Cisco Lives, they got to come by to the village. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, so we bring we bring these companies to every Cisco Live in the U.S., certainly. We mm -hmm. go to uh, EMER as well. And uh, so, one, you get a chance to walk the floor, meet with innovative companies like Cohesity, like MOOCsoft, like DataRobot. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we also do pavilion sessions, theater sessions. So each company gets a chance to present in yes. a pavilion. We have room for about 200 people, and these sessions have been completely packed over the last yes, three days yes. uh, there's raffles there's giveaways we're doing main stage theater presentations at things like partner experience the innovation center behind us so uh, we try to put these companies in front of our customers in front of our partners through mm -hmm. every which way possible certainly the pavilion is one way to do it so now does this mean that like some of these companies like they'll they a competitor will come by and be like oh man we should invest in you and they'll steal them from us I'm just being crazy. Uh, no, no, no. I think <laughs> you're looking at me like, what is wrong with you? So uh, when we make an investment, we don't necessarily own the company. Yeah. And so oh, as they raise future rounds, I know, I know. there is a chance that, you know, there might be a competitive uh, uh, player that mm -hmm. might want to take a position in that company as well. And uh, it's just part of open market dynamics. So. So we did, in addition to Cisco Live, I know we do innovation days yes. where people could like come and gawk at the innovations. Tell me, tell me about that. So uh, one of the things we've done over the past year is we brought this portfolio closer to our customers, right? And mm -hmm. some of our most strategic customers, some of our most demanding customers are asking for more access to this portfolio because it's innovation. In, in a very curated manner, it's being provided to our customers, right? So one way we do that is by hosting innovation days. We'll bring in five or 10 portfolio companies and put them in a room with 10 or 15 of our most interested and eager customers. And we let them interact. The companies present, the customers ask questions, they try and identify ways to work together. Mm -hmm. And that just allows the, the companies to understand what customers want and customers to take companies into their IT environments to solve problems yeah. that they may not be able to otherwise. Yeah, and anyway, you're just getting the output of all of this and you'll see if the customer is going to really get a, a, a tangible benefit of all this. And yes. that's, so it's like you get them together, they just you know, do their business and you're just looking at it like, aha, now I know we're what We're the matchmaker in some ways and uh -huh. we take the time to understand the customer's needs and bring portfolio companies to these innovation days that actually are capable of solving problems or addressing those needs. Some kind of business dating service? Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's great to have this differentiator between Cisco as an investor or yes. some other VC because you have these avenues of supporting your, your products that yeah. are companies that you invest in yes. in ways other companies investors could not so what other kind of ways of support so we try to do a bunch of different things right try and bring this innovation into the wheelhouse of cisco we do one-on-one -on -one events so if your customer is at our briefing center in san jose we can bring portfolio companies in to address a very specific need maybe a collaboration need or data center need We'll do a one-to-few like we do with Innovation Days, and then we do the one-to-many like we're doing here mm -hmm. at Cisco Live. So we'll host events, we'll curate briefings, we'll do Innovation Days, we'll do online marketing, social media efforts, uh, all in the spirit of trying to get the, the most benefit out of what is a 30-year enterprise for us. 
for abuse customers and partners. Well, it does it does make complete sense, right? If I'm putting my money there, I need to squeeze the last inch of it and or the last drop of it, actually. And, <laughs> and well, of course, I'm trying to get you know get the most of it. And if my customers just get the benefit, then it's just awesome because that means that okay, I made the right choice. And so now let's just work it out, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he was also saying that he's trying to give value to the companies we invest in, right? Of course. How do you decide how, like, what level of, not like investment, but what level of all the other things that, that we do question. for them? Yeah. I do try to be fair. Uh, <laughs> you're doing a great job of it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Look, we invest in two main categories, right? Investments that are core to Cisco. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, Cohesity is very aligned with Cisco's current data center story and mm -hmm. go to market. Yes. And then companies that are maybe a little bit further out, maybe a click remove, two clicks removed. So they would fall into the adjacent or new category, right? If you're core, we can mm -hmm. do things like accelerate you through our sales teams, mm -hmm. put you in front of our customers and partners because we have joint solutions, we have validated designs. All of those are of interest to our core constituents. If you're a drone company, there is a limit to what we can do in some cases. So we might introduce you to customers in the mining, insurance, construction area because Ooh, those are the heart, like our our hardened uh, networking IoT uh, portfolio. Yes. Ooh la la. And uh, there's a lot of disruption happening in those industries as digitization is taking hold. Mm -hmm. So. Companies like Kespri can help those customers stay on the cutting edge of the disruption that they're experiencing. So there's a difference between, I might not put a, a company that's in the adjacent category on Cisco's price list working with the BU. That's probably good. But I might do that <laughs> for a company that is more aligned with the core because there is an incentive for customers to adopt. There is a meaningful incentive for our sales teams to have those conversations with our customers. So the amount of support they get really reflects on, you know, how much that's needed. It's kind of dynamic. It might be different for different companies. It has to be. I think every company is unique. Every company is solving for a very unique sort and that's, of opportunity. That's something that a lot of VCs don't really get. They, they might know tech, but they kind of treat all, all their investments kind of the same as far as the attention they, they give them and maybe... There is some of that, Jeff. And there's also a evolution of the VC landscape in general. A lot of VCs are investing a lot of time now in value creation and making sure that they're shepherding their portfolio companies into the right opportunities beyond just making an investment. And so I think the industry in general is getting more committed yeah, I mean, to this approach that we're the, taking. The financial is not as high up as a lot of people bring it's it. It's table stakes, exactly. Yeah. That's a fair point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need to go beyond the financials, right? Everybody's money is green. Why do I take <laughs> your money versus somebody else's? And I think the services you can offer portfolio companies on top of being an investor typically determine whether or not you get access to certain investments. But those investments have to make Cisco stronger. They have to make our products bigger, better, faster. So it's like Shark Tank. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. Just, did you get the bigger, better, faster from, I, I believe I heard that on a song. Yeah, right? It's harder, I, harder, better, faster, and it's Daft Punk. Uh -huh, yeah, so, uh, so I had the thing in my job. head, and it's like, he got it from a song. I'm pretty shoot about it, but it's not exactly. It's not Kanye, it's Daft Punk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tweaked it just a little bit to align with copyright. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> that's perfect. So copyright, that's a good point. So you're probably looking at companies with some kind of IP that's not just copyable they might have some patents so yeah look uh the game of innovation is one of placing bets 
And one way you have to be very open, honest, and candid with each other, because ultimately your reputation as an investor determines how far you can go and how qualified and you know, high quality your portfolio becomes. And so we've been doing this for 30 years. We've got a pretty uh, solid relationship both with the VC community and the entrepreneur community. And they're doing amazing innovation, which uh, we continue to get you know, uh, untethered access to. Yeah, it does make sense. If you're trying to build the ground at your feet, then you need to have something to stand on, right? Like, yeah. like, I know where I am, so, well, how can we just negotiate this? Yeah. But that's perfect. All right, so um, thank you. This has been really, really cool. I'm going to give us a little wrap-up. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, David. Thank you, Jeff. Thank well, you, thank Tesh. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Great talking to you guys. It's been awesome. Yeah, cool. This was a lot more exciting than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. Which is though. actually it's a nice... Cool. That's, a nice like thing. that's not mean yeah. at all. No, I'm kidding. No, come on. We're cool people. We're, we're trying we're, to invite people on. We're nerds. We're technical people. And we're interviewing the business side of the house. So exactly. it's a little bit different. It's, it's nice to see under the hood at actually what, what goes on. Because that's really, like I said before, that's the root of Cisco is their... I mean, at the heart of the business side of this conversation is the fact that we're talking about amazing cutting-edge technology. That's what's exciting. That's what makes it relevant. That's what makes it future-proof. That's what makes it fun. And so the excitement you're experiencing is, again, from the technical side of things. Yeah, yeah just, well, go for it. Just a quick plug, Mike. Yeah. So innovation within the company, we, we actually started this at Presidio a few years yeah. ago. It's called Shark Tank. Oh, interesting. And <laughs> you, uh, you come up with something that's going to help the business. Yeah. Either deploy solutions faster or help the customer or yeah. what have you become more efficient yeah and there's different rounds and you get to you know the c Compete. levels and you present in front of them so i wanted the last two years in a row oh congratulations and dang man yeah nice so you, it's it's a great way for companies to uh get people thinking and innovating and you know you get paid in stocks so that kind of replaces your time for investing that's great yeah. i love it i think we should do more of that and cisco does a innovation challenge internally yeah, I, which gets our employees engaged, much that. like you're talking about. Yeah, the uh, the core team just had one. Yeah, yeah. Our IT teams do a lot of that challenging sort of uh, scenario as well to try and challenge the IT organization to continue to be innovative. So yeah, good stuff. It's awesome. all great. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. Well, pleasure. Well, thank you. Appreciate talk to you soon. It. Bye. Thanks for everything. Bye. Bye.